You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. Are you having challenges discussing pay with your team members? Are you struggling with how to describe what goes into this paycheck? Are your team members struggling with what goes into their paycheck? Well, today we bring on Robin Reese from Bent Erickson, and we talk about the hidden paycheck and why we have to break it down to show us and our team members where their hard-earned money really is going. This is an important episode so that you don't get frustrated and your team members don't get frustrated. So make sure you check it out. I know you'll enjoy it, and we'll see you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. Has the hiring climate gotten more interesting than ever? The answer is yes. And so what we periodically do, we bring on the experts that help us decode all of this and make sense of it and make sure we do it the right way. So one of our favorite partners in the Act Dental community is Robin Reese from Bent Erickson. And uh, we're going to be talking about the hidden paycheck total compensation statement today that's important for you as an employer to understand as you grow your practice and compensation grows in your practice so that you can understand it and your team members can understand it. Robin, thanks for being on. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, Kirk. Great to be back. Yeah. I told Robin before we hit the go button, and I say this all the time, like, Robin, thank God we have people like you because these are sticky situations. I told her, if I did an HR class, you would not want to take it because (laughs) you would have to unwork a lot of the things that I would tell you. And uh, I'll just tell you as a dentist, if you're listening, you have to have a partner who understands all the ins and outs of HR and how it all works and, you know, exempt versus non-exempt state laws, labor uh, things, just so you don't get caught doing it the wrong way. But Robin, let's start here. I have a lot of people listening, a lot of young listeners, some of them that mean, who is Robin Reese? What do you do? Tell us what you do and tell us a little bit about Bent Erickson. What do you guys do? Um, so gosh, what do I do? I am a certified HR consultant with Bent Erickson Associates 
And what we do is we partner with practices across the country. We become essentially your HR department. So like you said, you don't have to worry about, do I know the laws? Do I not know the laws? What has changed? Am I doing the right thing? We help you with doing that. And our headquarters are based out of Eugene, Oregon. We have consultants across the country. So pretty much we work in every 50 states um, with practices, small, large, in between, uh, startups, seasoned, transitioning, whatever works, uh, we're here to partner with them to make sure that they are doing the right things for the right reasons and stay out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. That's a good point that you made. Now, uh, we'll put all the links down into the show notes, just a little bit more about Bent Erickson and how to reach out to Robin. But I'll just tell you again, you know, today we're going to be talking about the paycheck, but there are other components of just HR, which are better just to outsource. Don't try to do them yourselves. Don't try to write your employee manual on all of the ins and outs. They will actually, Robin, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys will actually do all that and make sure it's compliant with your state laws, correct? Absolutely. And it's customizable. So please don't go on the internet and copy and paste from somebody else's. <laughs> we find a lot of practices do that just thinking, okay, I need to have an employee manual, but it's not specific to their particular situation, their teams, their um, city. And uh, we are able to do that for uh, the practices, basically at the push of a button, uh, you get to have somebody like me that works closely with the practice to customize everything, help you make uh, benefits um, decisions, pay decisions, uh, um, making sure you have a fair and equitable work environment for your team members. Love it. Absolutely love it. So take us down the road of this whole hidden paycheck, total compensation statement. Let's talk about the why. Why is this an important concept for a dentist who's listening to understand? Great question. And I know we, we were talking about it earlier. Um, the idea is no matter what employee satisfaction survey that you Google right now, uh, and what comes to mind is Dental Post did a great salary survey last year. Gallup does a lot of surveys as well. Work Better does a lot of surveys. And the number one thing, of course, is money, compensation. People, that is definitely in the top five, if not the top one or two. And money, of course, is important because we need to have a life and pay our bills. And as much as work-life balance and culture is important, money is also a, a top priority. What I think the missing link is with compensation conversations that doctors have with team members is that the the entire package isn't really discussed. Of course, team members are only looking at what is my paycheck? What is the dollars going into my pocket? And I think it does a disservice to the practice if they're not having a conversation about the total compensation statement, the total reward statement by saying, here's all that we've invested in you. Yes, that final dollar goes in your pocket. Yes, we want to be competitive and we're contributing to your retirement. We've got X amount of paid days off, uh, paid holidays, uniforms, continuing education. We're investing in you personally, professionally. And that sometimes doesn't, isn't viewed in the paycheck. <laughs> right. So, so having those conversations, making sure that uh, team members really understand what is the investment. And there comes a time though, as people talk about um, raises and uh, engagement and 
getting to a higher ceiling at some point, it's going to have to, you know, it, it gets to the top and you really can't continue to add to the bottom line for hourly wages. And so other non-monetary or other perks then become part of that conversation and part of that reward. And I think what is really key to, to consider is a lot of people, right or wrong, associate their worth to how much they make. Mm. And sometimes they feel underpaid and underappreciated. And that's when having these regular compensation conversations play such a key role in employee retention and satisfaction. Yeah. I love what you just said. A couple things. What Robin's saying is absolutely true. And it's not too hard for you as a dentist to think, well, this is a mystery. You have the same conversation with your accountant. Your accountant says, wow, look at your P&L and you're doing really well. And you're like, I don't have any money though, because all the things went out for taxes. You had loan payments, you had other things that were associated with your pay, but didn't show up on the line items in the P&L. So I think it's important that you answer proactively when it comes to employing human beings, team members that you care about. Like, where did the money go? Here's what's allocated. Here's your entire paycheck. And there's a lot of different ways to do this. I think the important thing is that you create a mutual understanding of what you have hit your bank account and what we allocate for compensation regarding you are two different things. And I'll add one more thing. You can't go in this with angst. You have to look at this as I'm employing people. The, you know, the joke back when we used to write paychecks was, do, does your pen bend when you write paychecks? Like it shouldn't bend. And what I mean by that is what I want to encourage you to do is look at it as an investment. I'm investing in human beings. And so don't go on the cheap, but think about how do I make an investment to keep this person here to grow? Um, and that will include a lot of different things. It might include a, a retirement plan. It might include include employer match. It might include other benefits that come with this. And so you have what's called the total compensation statement that you guys use, or you recommend that doctors create in Bent Erickson. Can you talk about what that tool is and why that's so important? Yeah, it's um, definitely a document that helps take the emotional piece out of it. It really lists out line item by line item. Here are the taxes that have been paid for you, uh, the PTO that you earned and was paid out, which is most states will consider as wages. Uh, here are the dollars, right? The hourly, the gross hourly weight rate. Blah. Let me start over. <laughs> the gross hourly wage that you you earn, as well as um, FICA, SUDA. Uh, city taxes, Medicare, Social Security, you, you know, all of the, and if you live in a city and work in a different city, there might be some reciprocity city taxes that you have to pay as well. So it really line items everything out. So you know, um, and, and you mentioned the uh, empl- uh, retirement compensation and employer match. So that's being paid on the, uh, the employee's behalf. Um, you know, so it lists out everything so that the team member can really look and say, wow, you know, this is what the practice has invested in me. I, I see a small percentage of that, but the knowing the value that they have on the team, I think, goes a long way. Yeah. And here's the little caveat with that. Um, as we well know, uh, talking about team members talking about their compensation is a protected concerted activity 
under the National Labor Relations Act. So gone are the days that doctors can say, hey, I'm going to wheel and deal and make this deal with you. Please don't tell anybody else. We're finding that more and more pay transparency laws, and there's, I think, six or eight states that currently have those laws that say you have to to, to publish a pay range for this particular role. Um, having those conversations amongst team members can sometimes create that angst, Kirk, like you you mentioned. So it it has to be looked at a, a authentic, valid conversation that every team member is going to have, that every team member understands where they are on the team, where they are with compensation, and how the practice invests in them. Right. One of the other things that you shared with me before we hit the go button, and this is important to understand as a dentist. Okay. Couple, couple of coaching points here. Number one, data removes all emotion. What you need, you as an employer need to know the data. Like it, it'll freak you out when you go through the hidden paycheck or total compensation statement. It'll be a huge eye opener. That city tax reciprocity, that was a huge one for me as an employer. I'm like, why are we paying this? Because we have team members that live in these cities. I'm like, we have to pay taxes in those cities? Yes, we do. So that was an awareness point for me. The second thing is you can't mess with the IRS. The IRS doesn't say, hey, don't worry. We'll let you go. No, they have a ruthless, um, you know, uh, they have a lot of empathy. Not, okay, so um, (laughs) they are just going to make you do it their way period. And you can mess with it, but it will catch up to you at some point. The other thing that you shared is that employment law, I don't love it. I'll just call that out. And you said it doesn't follow logic at times. There are some employment laws in certain states that I just think are, they're silly. And it's not for me to determine that. So we don't have to like it, right, Robin? But we do right. have don't to shoot know the it. messenger. <laughs> right. So explain that employment logic doesn't employment law doesn't follow logic in, in a lot of cases. You know, and and the the again the key word is in some cases. Uh, obviously, the law is there to, for protection, right? Just like anything, like HIPAA or OSHA is for protection for the practice and for the team member. And sometimes you would think, okay, for example. Um, somebody's team member had a sick relative in the hospital, sick parent, texted the doctor at 4 a.m. and said, I'm out. Like, I got to go be with my family. And there was no discussion. It was just, I'm out. And empathy, of course, you feel for that person. Of course, they want to go be with their family. Of course, you want to be, you know, give them guidance and, and, and prayers and, and hope that things work out. Um, but according to the employee manual is there's, there's an approval process to take days off and they're not a a large employer. So FMLA doesn't apply. And unfortunately this was a small enough team that they can't allow or approve an indefinite leave of absence for somebody to just stop coming into work. Is there a legitimate reason? Of course there is, but here they were essentially in a position that they had to accept that as somebody's resignation. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem like, wow, I can't believe she lost her job and lost a team member, you know, lost a a family member at the same time. But the reality is, is businesses are still businesses and they can't function if people just decide, you know, I'm just not going to show up today. Right. (laughs) Um, 
so so that's you know an extreme example of where employment law and and the team member can get very upset and say but i didn't resign i had to go do this and this is still a business we still expect team members to be to show up and be on time and perform the job that they're hired for uh so if they had allowed that person just to up and go what makes somebody else do the same, not do the same thing? And and then if you treat it somebody else differently, then the employment law works against the employer to say, hey, there was some discrimination. You allow this person to to leave unexpectedly without approval, and now somebody else wants to do it, but then you penalize them. That's not fair. And so, you know, again, the law is written in a way that we all we may not like it. It may not follow logic but it's something we have to follow as an employer. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the whole goal of this podcast is just best practices. The only reason we're having this conversation is we just talked to too many dentists that are frustrated. They didn't know this. Then they find out it's the law and then they go, darn it. Here's my point. This stuff takes a lot of time. When you do it the wrong way, it takes a lot of time. It creates mutual frustration. The employee doesn't feel good about it. You certainly don't feel good about it. And by the time we get back to working together, the relationship has got this little, there's a little little something off or there's a lot of something off. Here's what I'm really trying to say. Using somebody like Robin, who's like, number one, let's just get everything written. Because if it isn't written down, it doesn't exist. We live by that. So number one, if you're going to employ people, the best way to do it is just do it right from the beginning. Let's learn the labor laws. Let's figure out, here's one other thing you have to have in there. And we did a whole podcast on this. But you have to understand pay status, exempt and non-exempt for your state and these roles. All you have to do is just know that. It's got to be written in your manual. It has to describe what it is and why it's important in your practice and can you just go into a little bit about exempt and non-exempt and what that means? Absolutely. And before I do that, I do want to say uh, doc- a lot of doctors are under the uh, uh, misguided assumption that at-will employment saves them. Like that's their get-out-of-jail-free card and uh, I'm at-will so I can pretty much do anything. That was true a long, long time ago. <laughs> However, there are nine other laws that supersede at-will, so you have to make sure that you are following those other nine before at will really kind of kicks in. Um, So that's one thing. Now, the difference between exempt and non-exempt is really, again, don't shoot the messenger. It's a federal law and it's based around uh, wage and hour law. And that is an exempt position is when somebody meets four federally um, requirements, uh, work duty requirements that would allow them to be exempt from making minimum wage and overtime. So those are typically salaried position, but again, it doesn't matter how you're paid, um, such as, you know, regional managers, practice administrators that have authority to make decisions in matters of significance for the practice. And having a recent conversation with a doctor when he wanted to recruit for an office manager, we got into the duties and responsibilities. So I said, you know, and and his expectation would be an exempt position, meaning she could work 80 hours a a week and he wouldn't have to pay overtime. And so the conversation centered around, well, what, what is her responsibility? Can she hire, you know, the bottom line is, can she hire and fire or make significant equipment purchases without your permission? And he said, well, no, of course not. And I said, well, then she's not an exempt employee. 
in order to be an exempt employee, you have to have this high level authority. And so we clearly identify that it's a non-exempt position, which 95% of employees in a dental practice fall under. And that is they have to make minimum wage. And when they work over 40 hours in a seven day work week, they have to make um, overtime, which is time and a half. Okay. So <laughs> I don't like what you just said, but I don't have to like it. Okay. And the other thing is just, I, th- I don't think a dental office should have employees working over 40 hours. I just, I, I, you'd have to show me why you would even do that in the first place. Most of the practices we coach 32 hours. Now you might include, I mean, there's other days like educational days and things like that. Um but uh, let's go back to the paycheck. So the the important piece of this, and so Robin, if I'm a dentist listening, just give me some, give me a treatment plan. Like, how do I do this? Am I doing this quarterly? Do I do this yearly? How do I talk to my team members about this total compensation statement? Great question. And I guess it would, would depend on how many team members you have. If you have 30 team members, yeah, you gotta be more strategic about it. Um, I don't know if I would wait till the end of the year to have all 30 conversations. <laughs> So I would say, you know, at least once a year, maybe in the middle of the summer when perhaps the schedule isn't as uh, busy as it is, you know, normally. Um, These don't have to be, you know, one hour monologues either, right? This is a 10 to 15 minute establishing a baseline. We're gonna have these conversations, you know, on a more regular basis. As we've always coached, it's never a, you performance and pay ha- in happening in the same conversations. You really do want to separate them because there really are different conversations. Now, having that uh, empl- um, compensation conversation on a regular basis could be every six months. It could be once a quarter. I'd say if you have 10 team members or less, you could probably get away with once a year. More than that, you're probably going to want to rotate it maybe every four to five months, um, checking in, here's what we're doing, Here you're on track, here's where you've grown, here's the increase, or hey, we've stayed steady, the practice hasn't been profitable. And so we're still having those kinds of conversations too, is our hope is we will achieve these goals. And if it doesn't, this is where we're going to be. And we still want to retain you. We're still doing other things. We appreciate your your contributions. Uh, and again, that acknowledgement and recognition is key in having these conversations. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. So Robin, this has been so great. Any last thoughts you have on how to sit down and have this total compensation statement discussion? Um, go into it just very authentically. Uh, if the doctor's feeling awkward about it, you know what? Say that. Say, wow, this is this is the first time I'm having this kind of conversation, but I know it's important and you're important to me. And I am, you know, pushing through my uncomfortableness so that we can begin this dialogue. And it is just the beginning of a conversation. So having it written down, I love what you said about, you know, data doesn't lie and it, it really takes the emotion out of it. And hey, this was a, a great learning piece for me too when I broke down everybody's, you know, compensation and having that conversation allowing the team member to ask questions. And like you said earlier, bringing that awareness, letting the team member know, wow, this is how much we've invested in you Um, from their end. Gosh, I didn't know the practice really paid all of this on my behalf. 
And it really, really, I think, starts to build that retention uh, stickiness to the practice because they see how valued they are and the investment that the practice is making. Um, a, a quote comes to mind is, if you think good employees are expensive, try bad employees. Whoa. And that truly, try, truly does impact the relationship. The more transparency, uh, the more um, genuine approach to, I care about you, I believe in you, you're an important part of my team, and you know, let's have this conversation, knowing full well that that employee has every right to walk out and talk about it with other team members. So it also, I think, keeps the doctor on his or her toes on being straightforward and fair and equitable. Love it. Love it. Very, very well said, Robin. Thank you so much, as always. Thanks for My being pleasure. on. Yeah, My so pleasure. stick around while we say goodbye to everybody else. But thank you guys for listening to the Best Practices Show. Hey, if you enjoyed today, just do us a huge favor. Hit the share button. Share this with your friends. We love this stuff. We're going to keep bringing it to you. And our goal, again, is just to take the big problems we're hearing out there and bring experts to you with solutions so that you can create a better practice and better life. If you weren't taking notes, don't worry. We're taking notes for you. Flip up to the notes and Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you consume podcasts. You're going to see all of Robin's information, Bent Erickson, and those things that we mentioned. Reach out to her. She's an awesome resource and a very big help to make it uh, a whole lot easier and straightforward and compliant with your state labor laws. So cool, cool, cool. So until you guys hear from us next time or we see you next time, keep watching or keep listening to the Best Practices Show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.